money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Dave? I'm ready to talk uh, money. Stumped you. Yeah, you snuck in there early. That's okay. Uh, I, I saw you smile. I thought, I wonder what's coming. Uh, and then you got it out before I did. Welcome to the show where Dave and Reb talk about the, the hard issues around money. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, we welcome you as well. Um, and if you missed last week's show... That's one not to miss. I think you're, you're uh, I mean, go back and listen to it. You can hear it on morethanenough.ca, not mine.ca, chri.ca. So all of those websites have the player. Of course, you can download it on whatever podcast and feel free uh, wherever you're listening to leave comments, to get back to us, of course, on social media. And, and if you have specific questions, I know Debbie from our office is... Uh, yeah, she's great. She goes through our database that. on a regular basis. And, and one of the questions that she asks is, when she'll call you is just to say, uh, what do you, you want to hear on the show? Is there a topic? Is there something? Is there a burning question? Is there a verse or a scripture that you're like, oh, I, I've never heard anybody talk about this. There's 2,350 verses that talk about money possessions, I'm not sure we've hit all of them. <laughs> I don't think we have. We certainly haven't counted. Great. So now but, people are going to call and say, I don't understand this verse. Explain it. And we'll be like, yes. uh, anyways. Yes. As you know from this <laughs> podcast that more often than not, we ask a lot more questions, questions and we answer. come away with, okay, that's going to take a little bit more <laughs> digging and praying and asking and, and, and diligence. But we we do love to, to dig into the scripture. We do love to say, what is the Lord saying here and how does it relate to our day-to-day, everything that we do in terms of money and, and our heart and the Lord and integrating it all together? Mm-hmm. Because um, we can, because it is possible to have our money and our faith and our relationship with the Lord, all of it together. And, and we do find that sometimes there's a separation. Uh, you know, I'll my relationship with the Lord is great, uh, but when I look in my bank account, hmm, things don't really, they, they don't reflect the same. And so, that's a lot of the conversations that we have, that we try and make them, you know, gel. That they, they actually, hey, when I look at my bank account, I can I can see the Lord at work in my relationship with Him. Hmm, that's an interesting thought, way to look at it, that you, you can see mm-hmm. our relationship through our finances. Which we say often enough. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So can I? Yeah, you have a verse. I, you wanna... I don't know. I don't even know if Dave knows what we're talking about today. So <laughs> I, I do know. <laughs> yes, we are on the podcast. I do know what the, the agenda is for that. Look, I got a little piece of paper that's got a whole lot of. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that yes. little. D. Yeah, yeah. You're very good. Okay, so where are we going today? I, I like. I should just leave you with some question and then you'll have to listen because we will answer it like in the last five minutes you know they that's the marketing thing give a question but that's not what i'm going to do at the end of september 
Um, we had two shows that we talked about the rule of 72 and how that affects our debt. And we talked about cash wallets because you were uh, a guest on CTV. Yeah, my five uh, minutes of fame right? on, uh, on TV. So that's in the show notes. You can click on the link there. We talked a bit about financial dates. And believe it or not, we did some videos for uh, a church and a couple years ago. And you can click on the link and watch us teach about what a financial date is or a money meeting. And we even do one like... It was not, it's not live, but it is live. We did it on the recording. So if you want to learn about that, you could go click on those show notes. We left the September 29th show off air. Dave says to me, well, we need to do a show about automating. Mm -hmm. What is automating? And you guys, you know, the generations under us just, just do online banking. They just probably automate all the time. However, I'm not going to make that assumption about any of us because we want to talk about how automating is so helpful because we did talk about, you know, the trouble and burden of debt and how the rule of 72 applied to our debt can cause great trouble if we don't get a handle on it. Yeah, compounding against Yeah, us. right. So. Then we talked about the cash wallet. Why is that such a good thing? Because it's tactile. Dave actually said everybody should do it. It's foolproof. It's tactile. If you can stick to it, if you know that when your um, entertainment budget is empty and you have another week before you get paid, you just don't do anything for a week and not go to your credit cards. And one of the things that I thought of also, Dave, um, and I think I put a little, I don't know if we're going to use this as a title, but my thought was this all needs financial follow through. So we're going to mm -hmm. talk about um, this automated thing and mm -hmm. why is it good and what is it and how do you do it if people are un unaware. I don't want to make assumptions that people know how to do things with their money because right. the more people I talk to, some people have just never been taught. So, right. but I do want to reiterate the awesome verse that I've fallen in love with in Daniel 1 verse 8. And Daniel um, is taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar with his mm -hmm. friends, um, who we might know as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the officials that he might not defile himself. Mm -hmm. So he determined, the other one version says he determined in his heart that he was not going to defile himself. And he asked for help from the chief officials saying, don't bring all this food that really is not what we're used to. It's not what God God has asked us to eat as mm -hmm. uh, his people. So can you just not bring it in? And sometimes I think we need that kind of determination. So as you listen today, think about that in the background. How committed am I to financial follow through? Mm -hmm. So, And when we talk about automation, um, automation actually has this component of I'm making a decision and when you automate something, you're basically saying for this period of time, then it's it's going to automatically, am I, I'm, in a sense, it's built-in commitment, right? Because you're saying, mm. I'm not going to mess with it. I'm going to set it. I'm going to set it for, you know, 10 times or 12 times or whatever, you know, the, the length of period or the time that you want to do. And, and it's just going to automatically happen. And that is one of the... The, the beauties of automation and automation happens in in a whole bunch of different contexts and so maybe what uh, I thought we could do today is, is just start with some of those contexts so for okay. example um, 
let's use taxes, right? So okay. automation happens in our taxes. We get paid by our employer, and most of us will have that those taxes automatically deducted before we get the paycheck. Now, if you're self-employed, I'm going to challenge you to automatically set it up so that every time that money comes into your business account, money streams to a savings account for your taxes or for HST if you're collecting HST. So in small businesses, we have to do that manually. If you're a little bit of a bigger business and you're listening to us, that happens in a sense automatically as well. But the key there is is that... So you're saying that if you're a small business, when you get your pay... When you get any income coming in... Okay. So as a business that you need to have an HST savings account. Yes. And you, that, you okay. need to have an income tax savings account. An income tax for, for account. personal. So when you get paid from your business, you have your paycheck, but you put income tax away because you're going to have to pay that to the government. Is that what you mean? So I was just talking about a, a small sole proprietorship. Okay. So single. So yeah. in a sense, they're kind of mixed up. And this All is right. where a lot of people get in a sense of, hey, my employer withholds that taxes right so it's automated i don't even see it the right. paycheck comes when you're in a sole proprietorship or a small business that all of the money comes in and we need to set up that okay. automation to say yeah that money needs to go over here to this account otherwise i'm going to spend it and then and then in and then in april when we do our taxes there'll be a, a debt we owe because we correct um and if we don't have that saved up somewhere Right. then we will, all, that would not be good. Yeah, and that okay. may happen once a year or often it's okay. quarterly now. So you're going to pay right. HST, you're going to pay your income tax, you could do that quarterly. Again, that can get set up automatically okay. so that you go, okay, every quarter, I know, and the government's going to give you the amount based on last year right. that you need to save. And so you can say every quarter, I'm going to save that money. And then every quarter, I'm going to pay that money. Right. Every quarter. And you can set that up automatically. Okay. And so that you know that, hey, I don't need, I don't need to manage that. It's going to happen. I need to manage the money that's left. Okay. Right. So that's the first place of automation okay. where it's happening if you're an employee. Right. If you're a sole proprietor or a small business, then you need to intentionally do, do that. that. Okay. Right. Um, and then we have places of automation for savings. Yeah. So, for example, you know, again, some employers will automatically withdraw certain amount of money for your paycheck if you know there's a pension or if they have a uh, say a matching part in terms of your employer, then they'll take that off before the paycheck again. So that comes off. It's automatically done. There's nothing you need to do. If you're, that doesn't happen, and again, not every employer does that, um, probably less and less in the sense of when we say every employer takes your income tax automatically. Right. Not every employer will have a savings part that will t come off your paycheck. You might have to do that automatically. Okay. And again, that's a commitment. And when it comes to savings, uh, you know, that's a sit down, decide in your heart what you want to do. Do the Daniel thing, right? Commit yeah. to it. But you can commit to it for a year and say, I want to save this much. I want to save $12,000 this year. Well, that means I need to save $1,000 a month. That means I need to save... 
you know, $487 a pay if I get paid every two weeks. And we can easily do the math and then you automate it and you go, okay, that money goes into savings and it automatically, the minute I set it up the same day I get paid so that it automatically goes into my savings account. So it's out of my account the minute that the money hits my account. Well, You're committing to do that. You're determining in your heart to do that. So that's for a savings uh, component. And, And again, it takes a little bit of setup. It takes a little bit of, of uh, you know, conversation. What is that saving goal? The thing I love about savings, and I, and maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but I will, uh, <laughs> is is that you know, if you determine in your heart and you you find that oh man, we're, we just can't make it on the money that's left after we take the taxes and after we do our savings, that we just can't do it. That money going into savings it typically is money that you can say, okay, I'm going to reduce that. And and I know, but you talking to our financial planner, you can't touch it. So so you have, I mean, the sacrifice is, is I'm sacrificing tomorrow. Can you tell? For what I need can today. you tell what happens in our relationship mm-hmm. at home when he's like, oh well, we got that. I'm like, no, we don't touch that. That's right. That's right. So you have to determine. Yeah, not to touch to it. Not to touch so it. So you yeah. have to determine not to. T- <laughs> I I will determine to always check with red before I touch it. How is that? So, uh, so, so that's. You can tell we're having some of these conversations at home about saving. Anyway. So that's savings, right? And that means, again, that's an automated version. Um, Get it out of your main checking account. That's the key. And get it into the savings, then get it into, we won't even talk about investing, but there is a difference between savings and investing and what that is. We're we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay. So automate, automate, automate that one. And now you have, um, in a sense, your daily expenses. So uh, actually, I'm going to just take a step back. There are some savings that we're saving for that we know are expenses coming up. I know. We have this also. See, I'm a little feisty today. Yes, Reb does this very well, by the way. Like save for expenses coming up, you mean? Yeah. So... So, I'm going to let her talk about it. Okay, so what you do is, and I, I've been very confused. I'm going to be, here's my confession, because Dave always, uh, no, see, in a conversation, you should never use always or never. So I'm retracting that. Um, the way we set up our own spending plan is that we have like the envelope system, but we do it through a bank. And we have a bunch of envelopes and we can take money from our paycheck, our main account, and then it automatically gets funneled. Let's, so I'm going to name them for you. So let's say you have your, your paycheck comes in your RBC account, and then you've got another place where you can funnel, not just into one big savings account, not into one big emergency cushion. You can see if I'm, uh, if, that mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube, I've like using my hands to demonstrate. Um, but what they are is named envelopes in the bank. So one is tax. You can name the different accounts. Right, different right, different, right. So yeah. gifts. Yeah. So Christmas is not an emergency. So we save for gifts or weddings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you have your taxes. Our property, property taxes. We don't pay with our mortgage. We do it ourselves. So it automatically. It just is an automatic thing. I don't have to go in there every two weeks when we get paid and put it in. It's 
happening all the time. Um, uh, we have an account for um, a vacation. We have an account for I house can't, repairs. House repairs. We have a, a, a one for our dog, mm-hmm. um, especially pets. pets yeah. Like things happen. We had when we were saving for our son's wedding. We had a wedding account. Mm-hmm. So those are David would call those savings, and I. I have come to think of them in my head because we we're using them. So maybe we're saving for the rainy rainy day, but I'm thinking they're emergency cushions exactly for everything that we know is going to come. So it's not an emergency. It's, it's a dog cushion. It's a gift cushion. It's a Christmas cushion. I naming it something else has helped me because I see savings as for the future and investing. And, and we just have different definitions of that. So if I, and by the way, we have clarified those definitions. We we understand each other's language. Yes. And, and we both understand that when we're looking at those accounts, we know that, and, and that is often the conversation. We have our kingdom account there as well. We, we have our conversation around, oh, um, I'm going to the hardware store because there's some stuff on Saturday that I want to fix around the house. I can look at that account and I can say there's money in there. And often I'll just go, hey, Rev, is, you know, is there enough money in there to do this? I think I'm going to spend this much on fixing whatever it is. And, and that's not necessarily asking your permission. No, no, no. It's, it's more it, just saying, what's on your mind? Did you have that set aside for canning? Because right. that's the same account. There may be some competition in terms of you're thinking, oh, we got a lot of canning stuff and I got to buy some jars and we're going to get that out of the the house maintenance fund and i'm thinking oh there's this stuff out here that i'm going to be working on that is also out of the house maintenance fund and you know okay i think what led us to this and and the automation of it is lovely because Mm -hmm. um you're it's just getting dumped in there all the time um because they were spending it all the time you still have to pay a little attention to it because sometimes i'm like oh dave the parameters for our our taxes, we only put 11 months in and now no, no money's been going in the tax account for the last six weeks because we haven't checked on it, right? Because you get those parameters in your banking system that okay, says- Okay, so that's a really good point to, yeah. and we want to talk about that is, is you know, when we automate, we want to automate for a period of time, right? right? We, we want to revisit- and, you know, my suggestion is, is try and automate it so that you're resetting your automations in December or January, mm-hmm. all at the same time. If you have an automation that ends in June and an automation that ends in December and one that ends in February, then, you know, you're constantly, in a sense, uh, trying to figure out which automation is ending when, right? Yeah. So it is, from just a practical standpoint, setting up your automations so that you know, okay, when the automation expires, I need to review. I need to go, okay. And, and Reb, you mentioned that we were saving for the wedding. The wedding happened. It's over. We no, not now no longer need to save it. And that account gets renamed. It gets renamed mm-hmm. to something that, oh, okay, what's going on and, next and year? And essentially, if you want to do what we talked about the, at the end of September, the cash thing, then you're taking the money out cash and putting it into your cash wallet with the names on it. Right. Like you're putting it wedding account. If you want to have that kind of money in cash around your house. I that's totally up to you. You might end up sticking it as our grandparents did in the depression underneath a mattress, you know, like, uh, but saying that it is a really, I think it has been one of the most helpful things 
And we continue to fine tune it and we continue like, and the reason this discussion came, is it savings or is it, are they cushions for all these things we have in our lives is because my friend came and said, ah, I need, I don't need a thousand or $1,500 emergency cushion. I need a 5,000 because there are bats in my house and now we have to exterminate. And the bat guy is like, you know, a few thousand dollars. And then I was driving and I literally then got home and sent her a message. I'm like, I just realized you need a bat account. Like, you know, if yeah, okay, uh, we won't get into that discussion around, but the, the you know, that's a house maintenance account. If you're saving some right. money into the house maintenance, right. you could go, that could be an emergency, you know, I mean, how yes, often it is. are there bats in the house, okay. right? To be it, honest, it is an emergency, okay, but poll, if you- little, little YouTube <laughs> poll that we're going to have, no, we're not going to have, but you, you know, raise your hand. How many of us have had bat problems in our house? Like, I, okay, we, we have not had a bat, not problem. in the new house, but we used to have bats in the, yes, uh, and we didn't get the exterminator i did no. the extermination but that, that all of that to say is, is that yes it is an emergency is but an that emergency. was the thing that got me thinking well if you do if if you have that many projects happening but you know they're coming so if this family knows well we're not going to exterminate now we're going to wait to spring because we're going to save money for it or however that works if that's a possibility then they're going to save for it so anyway that's what led to this whole discussion so automate and, and again I, we'll use that example so let's say they have two or three months, right? That they say the exterminator says, hey, I can't come until the spring because whatever reason. And it's like, okay, we got a three month window. You know, again, you sit down and you determine. So we got three months, it's gonna be $3,000. We need to save $1,000 a month. Let's look at the rest of our plan. But eventually you'll want to automate that. You'll want to go, oh, how can I move that money and get that money automatically flowing into, so you don't have to manipulate it every time. Because yeah. here's here's the power of automation right here is, is that when we have to make that decision every single time that the pay period comes in, human nature is that something will come up. And then we'll be tempted to go, oh, I'll just take 50 bucks less or maybe 100 bucks less or we can't do it this week. And so when it's not automated and you have to actually handle it, there's an opportunity for just human nature to come into play to say, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I have to make that decision to determine in my heart again and again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. When you automate you're basically, we make the decision once, and then the tool continues to implement that decision. And and the tool doesn't doesn't have a decision-making pro. You know, it's like, if the money's in the account, we're going there. And so what it does for us is, is when we when the automation happens, again, when it's savings or when it's into an account that, that is short-term savings, like our, we've been talking about, right. that you would have to then intentionally go to that account and say, there's not enough for groceries, but we have all of this money sitting in the house account. We have to have a conversation, Rebecca. We have to talk about, yeah. do we pull some money back? It's an intentional withdrawal. Uh, back into the checking account for whatever happened. And and that may happen. But the fact that it's automated and it gets out of your account into another account takes that 
ongoing decision. I need to continually make this decision well, every c- single time. I'm just I just wrote it down while you were talking, but automation keeps us on track. It does. Like it 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 does and and sometimes you might feel like there's very little left in your checking account, but remember it all has names. All mm-hmm. the money that you're automating has a name and we talk about that often. You want to give every dollar a name. Mm-hmm. You want to tell your money where to go. You don't want it to tell you. Mm-hmm. And you're the driver of the bus. You decide how you want to save, how you want to build um, for expenses that come up. And it's just a really helpful tool to keep you on track to the goals that you do set aside. Maybe when you and your spouse or you and your kids or you and your accountability partner set aside, like what is the purpose of the money that I'm bringing into the house? Mm -hmm. And am I committed to this? I think that's a big question, even for me that I ask myself like regularly, am I really committed to what David and I decided? Mm -hmm. Because it it feels hard some days because it means I'm putting aside money that I could use for something that's more fun. And, and, you know, the last category, and we should, just as we come to that, is actually that expense category. It's the the day-to-day stuff, right? Right. Like you're talking about like mortgage. Exactly. So automation happens on some of those things already. And, And again, you think your mortgage is automated. Why do mortgage companies automate? You know, why does the bank automate that? That They actually have you sign a piece of paper that says, we're going to go into your account and take it out every month. We're not going to wait for you to send it to us. We're going to go take it. Why do they do that? For this very reason. They know that this is the way that we're going to, mentally, we're going to go, oh, that money's coming out. Somebody's going to take it out. It's automatically coming out. And guess what? I'm going to make sure that it's there. So, you know, again, just even the, the culture of, say, a mortgage, which is a really important um, monthly or biweekly, whenever you're paying, it's a really important payment to make. And so, you know, yes, we make sure the money's there. We're going to manage it. But it automatically comes out. So, and, you know, and, there, there are other. Well, you know, there, I was going to say the other little tip that I use. And, and so um, we had issues with our hydro bill years ago. Mm-hmm. We could write a book about that, but um, everything's fine these days. But we're like, no, you're not going to go into our bank account. We're mm-hmm. going to pay the bill. But you can't just, I don't know what it is every month. We don't want automatic monthly payments. So. I sit. I know where you're going, so I, go for it. So I sit down and I post. Excuse me. I post date the payment mm-hmm. when I know that. Th- because of the system of how our cash flow works, I know when the best time is to pay that bill by the due date. So I post date it mm-hmm. and I go into my bank, I get the bill, post date it, it's done. And then I send Dave, um, if we're not sitting down and having that financial date that week or whatever, I just send Dave message uh, uh, an email. This is, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And then he can say, oh, did you manage to take care of that this week? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just uh, actually, I will say this at the end here. You have to automate your own behavior mm-hmm. in some ways. You have to know, I know Friday mornings, I sit down and I look at our finances, what's coming up, everything's on track, good. I spend five minutes doing that sometimes. But you know, Friday morning, this is when I'm doing it. And mm-hmm. it's like I'm automating myself to, to, to sit down and do the work. 
So, and there, again, there are, and, and we only have a minute or two left, so I will just end with this. There are things that you do want to automate, but there's also things that you can say, or you can go, I'm going to just set that money aside for the electricity bill. And when it comes in, I have all that money. So again, you can, you can directly automate to the supplier, or you can take it out and put it into one of those savings account if you don't want all these people going in and grabbing money right. out of your account, which I can appreciate. So why don't I pray today? Why? Lord, we great. do thank you that uh, you give us the wisdom. And, and Lord, again, part of that stewardship and that management is is uh, you give us some tools that we can use uh, to, to accomplish the day-to-day running of your resources as they flow through our hands and into the world around us. And we thank you for that. And we give you glory in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks to NotMine.ca and Financial Discipleship Canada for sponsoring our show today. And we welcome you back next week when we talk money. And reset so you automatically listen next week. (laughs) (laughs) Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit MoreThanEnough.ca.